Welcome to In the Key with NBA champion B.J. Armstrong and sports analyst extraordinaire Gerald Brown. Join B.J. and Gerald as they provide an insider discourse on sports, music, and the cultural beats of the moment. Here's your hosts, B.J. Armstrong and Gerald Brown. Joining us right now here on In the Key, golf coach extraordinaire, the legendary Mr. Sean Foley. Sean, uh, I got to ask the big question here. I don't know how many people know, maybe, I don't know how many people outside of maybe your closest confidants know you are a huge, and I mean huge, hip-hop fan. You're a connoisseur. And I'm not now, talking now about... We're, now we're talking about the good stuff. Yeah. You know, there's a rappers, there, there's pop culture, and then there's hip-hop. Sean, yes. tell us, when did you fall in love with the culture? And I mean that hip-hop culture. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, like I would say, like, golf's what I do for a living, but, like, hip-hop's my life, right? And uh, my poor my poor wife, man, she, I mean, she, 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 she's down, she gets it. Um, but the amount of times I've just shoved my iPhone in her ear and I'm like, focus on this first verse. It's crazy. <laughs> Sean, share with us the verse. He just got one. It, he Sean, got one, BJ. Give us your, give us your verse, Sean, because you give it to me. You know, people don't know that I'll wake up 2, 3 in the morning and all of a sudden I'll be checking my phone because I know Sean is sending me a verse. He's sending me a lyric. I love it. Sean, <laughs> share with us the verse. Share with us, share me that story when you met Nas. Share that story. Whoa, whoa, with whoa, us. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Share that story whoa, with whoa, us. Whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, you got my attention now. <laughs> you got my attention. You're talking about Nasir Jones. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, look, it, it, uh, I, I spoke to him on the phone once. I gave a golf lesson to uh, a on his 30, I think it was his 33rd birthday, um, some friends of Usher uh, flew me up to Atlanta to give him a la- uh, to work with him on the golf course for the day. Mm. And uh, we, he was a classy guy. Like, I, I love the guy. He was really cool. And uh, um, we've been talking, and then we were having lunch, and we were talking about music, and I was naming some names, and Usher kind of looked at me like he, 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 he was – he was kind of flabbergasted. He was like, what did you just say? And I'm like this. And, and then he was like, so who else do you think is, is, is dope? And I said some other people, and he had actually not heard of them. And uh, so, but he was pretty down. He understood what was going on. And so he's like, so who's your number one all time? And I was like, well, it's, it's like a tie. It's a weird thing. It's, but it's, I got two at number one. And he was like, who? And I said, um, I said, Tariq Trotter and Nazir Jones. And he was like, Black Thought and Nas? And I was like, yeah, he goes, Black Thought. He goes, I've never heard anyone say Black Thought. I'm like, well, that's because everyone doesn't have ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Sean? I got to interrupt you. I got to interrupt I got to interrupt I'm sorry. I got to interrupt I'm sorry. I'm like a kid in a candy store. No. I need to know who are the four of a no, guy. No, 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 oh, no, my no, goodness, no, BJ, no. don't do this please, to me. Please, please, You're killing continue, me right continue, now. Continue, continue. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. So, so, so. Anyways, we, we we go back out onto the golf course, and and as they do, they close the course down for them for the whole day. So we had like it was amazing. Like we had this whole thing to ourselves. I didn't even get that with the best players in the world. So I was kind of I thought that was funny. And uh, so he grabs his phone and he's on the phone for like whatever five minutes and. He throws the phone to me and he says, say hello. And so I figure it's the people from IMG who set the day up. And they want to see how it's going. And I said, uh, hello. And I, I hear on the other on the other end, I hear like, 
yo, Sean, what up, B? It's Nas. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm like, this is crazy, right? And he goes, he goes, I go, hey, man. And he goes, what's up, dude? And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> he, just, he just, he, Usher started laughing. He started laughing. And poor Usher didn't know that I was going to turn this into a 30-minute phone call. So, um, I mean, are, are you kidding me? This is like the highlight of my I've had I've had an unbelievable life. I've been so fortunate. I've been through a lot of, I've, I've been through a lot of, of self-built valleys, but I've, I've been in some cool places. And this was, for me, this was beyond anything I'd even done in my career. This was at the height. For me, this is the height of, like, my heart is beating fast. I'm talking enough. And so I had to ask him. I said, so, not the craziest thing. I said, so Illmatic comes out, and the first song I hear, I hear It Ain't Hard to Tell, released before the album comes out. It's, like, December 93. I'm at Tennessee State. And one of my friends has come down with a mixtape from New York and plays this song. And it's the Human Nature remix earlier in that year. SWV had used the hook as well with Right Here. And then uh, in the first verse, the last bar, you say, I drink Moet with Medusa, blower shotguns in hell from the spliff that I lift and inhale. It ain't hard to tell. And he was like, yeah, man, yeah. And I'm like, how? Okay, so first of all, you drop out of school in the ninth grade. Now you're talking about Greek mythology, and then you're going to drink champagne with Medusa, and then you're going to turn the blunt around, put the cherry in your mouth, blow smoke into her, which means you're looking in her eyes, and you're so dope that you're not going to turn to stone. And that's just to me is the most insane lyric I've ever heard. Ooh. I mean, how about how about how about Fire. on live at the bar? How about on live at the barbecue when he says at twelve I went to hell for snuffing Jesus? Yes. I mean. <laughs> Sean, you got the hair on my arms rising, Sean. You got my hair on my arms rising. I'm sorry, Sean. I remember the first time I had him on, I got to share my Nas experience. It was right after the last album. And the first thing that came to mind when he said, hello, what's up? What's up, G? I had to say, life is is good. Yes. I had to yell out. Escobar season has returned. I said Escobar season has returned. We all beautiful and blessed. Escobar season returned. Sean, but you mentioned about your, your, you know, Nas and Black Thought. Give me the other four guys. I know we say, but give us well, some. I, I also have to tell you that the dopest lyric on Life is Good is when Nas says, you and I are enemies, but your hate will never penetrate me. Some people need fame and success for validation. I believe hatred is confused admiration. Oh, goodness. He's a lyricist. The man is a lyricist. Give us. Give, he said three. He said five, but no, he had no, two, no. two guys. Can, can, can you give us four? Give us four. Give us four. Look, look, the thing is, back to your one question, BJ, you know, I'm, I'm 43, and Toronto's a pretty hip place, right? Like, I mean, Toronto had all the good acts at the government from the time I was 18 till, till even now, right? So, I mean, I saw The Roots a hundred times. I saw Gangstar a hundred times. Guru. Oh, Guru. I saw Organized Confusion. Oh. I saw All City. The, the whole deal, right? But the, the thing is, the, the thing is, for me, what I loved about it, uh, I was into it already quite a bit when I went to Tennessee State. So back then, like, I loved Rakim and KRS-One and Boogie Down Productions. And, and, but even my parents, like, my parents never even said a word. It was like, look, there was no one, I mean, nobody 
uh, my mom being Guyanese, our family listened to a lot of reggae, and so Bouncy Killer and Beanie Man, stuff like that. Everyone knew that, but they didn't really, really realize that. And honestly, hip hop came from Jamaicans in New York at the end of the day, right? But um, I think for me, I didn't see the world like everybody else. And I had a tough time growing up because, you know, I would be seeing certain things one way, but society would be seeing it a different way. And it would, you know, you start to think like, is there something wrong with me? So when I heard these young, when I heard these young guys who uh, were conscious and they, they could see, you know what I mean? They had a crystal ball and what was going on. I mean, if, if we want to do something to help the situation in the United States, as, as far as race and the treatment of African Americans go, we need to have, we need to have black thought. We need to have Nas. We need to have Pharaoh Monk. We need to have Killer Mike. We need to have all these guys go into Congress and explain to them this is what it is. Don't forget KRS-One now. Don't forget oh, him. Of course. You know Don't what? forget him now. Of course, he's at, he's at the he's at the top of my list. You know what I mean. So um, basically, I just I just fell in love, and then also like uh, also like jazz a lot. So it kind of. I mean, I was a lucky kid that my dad, you know, would be listening to Thelonious Monk and Miles Davis. He's from Scotland, but he was listening to Thelonious Monk and Miles Davis and, mm. and listening to listening to Roberta Flack and the Isley Brothers. So I was really fortunate. Like, I remember when Puff Daddy came along, I remember giggling to myself that I, that I knew where all those songs came from, from my Scottish father, who was a huge soul man. So um, I think that's part of it, you know, soul music and reggae. Um, and then I love to speak. I love poetry. I love all that. So it was just, it was just natural. And when I heard, um, the, the song that, that hit me, uh, the, the song that probably hit me the hardest early, early on, um, was fight the power by public enemy. Mm. Um, that was when he says Elvis was a hero to most buddy Elvis and you know, the rest goes, mm. I, I that that was just kind of for me that was the start and then of that i'd been listening like you know i'd heard the sugar hill gang and all that but i as bj knows bj is a lyricist lyricist he loves he loves wordplay and all the different bars i i i really i love that too but my favorite part uh like an example of a song that if i had one song to listen to for the rest of my life it would be thieves in the night by black star right um there's just so much there's just so much said in there that's so important. When Talib says in the last bar of the first verse, um, survival tactics mean busting gaps to prove you're hard. Your firearms are too short to box with God. Without faith, all of that is illusionary. Raise my son, no vindication of manhood necessary. To me, like knowing the kids that are in the neighborhood they're in and the absence sometimes of a father, knowing that verse helped hundreds of kids go on to be great men. No, there's no doubt it did. It, it did with me. Um, so they really, I, I like to read philosophy a lot, but honestly, for the people who really know me, most of my understanding of the world around me has come from these bars that I've kind of looked at in my mind over and over and over and over. Um, I can't, I cannot put, I cannot put, uh, I can't put this new, uh, uh, 
Elzai album down Jericho Jackson. I mean, Elzai's got to this whole new uh, level. Like, this. okay, uh, Sean, 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 stop right there, Sean. Let the man stop talk. right. Joe. No, stop, stop. Because you know what? You got BJ feeling great. He's wearing his Detroit Lions shirt. He's feeling great. You caught my attention when you said Guru and Premier. I gotta ask you two part question. Okay, number one. I wanted, you know, and BJ and I always get into this debate in regards to the importance of the 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 uh, producer, the beat maker, as opposed to the lyricist. I think that sometimes BJ devalues the beat maker, and he says that the lyricist is what carries the song. And I look at a guy like, which is arguably one of my, I think he's my favorite in terms of beat maker creator, if you will, and that's the legendary DJ Premier. And then my second 100%. question is, my second question is to you is your top five, your top five. You, have four, you gave us two. I'm going to say give us four more. So your top five. So okay, I well, want to, it's actually well, top six, the, but that, those two-part question right there. Well, the first the, the first question, you know, for me, the Premier, the sound of my soul is DJ Premier. Mm. It's like from day one, when I first heard, when I first heard Premier, well, obviously Guru is a god to me, but oh, when I first speak, heard Speak, speak, preach. Um. Yeah, that's basically this. If, if my soul had a sound, it would sound like Premier and Pete Rock. Um, then you know, I love Diamond D a lot. I obviously, love the Beat Miners, all that. Stuff. But, but, you but sure you me, from Canada? You might be from the Bronx. You might be yeah, from but, New York. Hey, we're all from the universe, though, right? So, <laughs> I, I, I think that I think Premier for me, like for example. I agree that the lyricists can make the beat and all that. I think, but if, if you look at if you look at the if you look at the work of uh, if you look at the work on this Jericho Jackson album, how on on some of the songs, how uh, is not Ninth Wonder Crisis his name Crisis right Crisis Crisis right Crisis on the boards. I first heard him from Little Brother way back right, and yes. I and Fonte. Fonte is an alien rapper too, right? Yes, so, he is. Um, he, he is an alien, but that's another conversation. Sorry, so, sorry, ba- sir. Basically, so with the beat, with, with with the beat, I will never ever listen to Two Chains ever. Like I'm just not. That's not for me. I, I'm not saying he's not dope. I'm not saying that people shouldn't like him. For me, it's not going to go into my ears and run into my brain. Okay, so but. I can listen to Two Chains on that song "Flirt" on Prime Two over that Primo beat, no problem. Yes, oh. and, and and you know what? He is he is kind of tricky on there, and he says some 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 dope things. But I mean, basically, the only two albums I'm listening to right now are I mean, Royce the Five Nine has gone Ugh. and and had an exorcism, and is not an alcoholic anymore. He's not drinking a gallon of Hennessy. And he's now seeing things through love and compassion. And I'm telling you what, man, that Prime 2 album, DJ Premier's hit like a different production level. Um, but just, you know, like how, how Crisis serenades the snare with this violin is mm. so perfect to how then Elzai is then making this flow. The whole thing is just so, so, so perfect. So for me... Um, I think, yeah, 100%. I mean, DJ Premier is a genius. I mean, he's a genius. Sh- and Sean, I think that- I'm sorry. I got to interrupt you. I got to say, because I've been trying to get BJ. Don't and just I'm let sorry. the man talk. I'm sorry. I got to ask him. No, no, I, no, no. no, no. got to give sorry. us his top five. I know, but hold on. I've been trying to get BJ. I said lyric. I said from a, a, a beat standpoint, I think 
DJ Premier's creativity was on 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 just full display with on the hard to earn gangster album with this track oh. Speak Your Cloud. And BJ is refusing I, I to embrace that, that. It's just it, and I'm saying the lyrics are dope, but I just thought the creativity to mesh three different beats in there, speak your cloud in. BJ just refusal to embrace that. He's re, he's refused but, to. But the thing the thing is well, you you know you're you know you're incredible on every single song, your hooks are just your other songs. Mm, yes. Right? So, <laughs> if, if, any, if, any, if anyone wanted to build, like, a hip-hop library of, like, the real good stuff, all they'd have to do is listen to Premier's hooks and then go and buy the album of the artist who did the hook. So, I mean, through, through, Premier, through Premier is how I found out about M.O.P. And, and, and now M.O.P. is a little hard for me. Like, I didn't come from... I, I didn't come from that. I, I appreciate, like, Mob Beef, for example, was a group that I loved a lot. But I never, I never faked the jacks on, like, that I understood that. They weren't glorifying anything they were talking about um, the, the, the way that it was. But, yeah, Premier and Pete Rock, for me, I mean, I, I have all their instrumental albums, too, and I'll just get in the car and, and, just, and just listen. And then that thing that Premier did with Nas with the San Francisco Symphony. Oh, that, um, Sean, that was that, beautiful, wasn't it? Well, it was beautiful. That, that, that's, I love how, how Nas starts it. He's like, and we're with the composer, DJ Premier, and your host, Sir Nas, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so, Sean, give us that, that, those four guys. Okay, well, after those two tied at the top, it, look, this changes for me, right? We're, we're going to do a couple top five lists because there's, I think there's a couple different top five lists. But, I, I mean, for me and myself and the effect that they've had on me and my life, um, and the best part now is my son has downloaded all the clean versions of my favorite music. And that, that for me, like, he, he's a good student in school. He's a nice athlete. For me, the fact that I know that he's going to be raised by a guru and most definitely those guys makes me very happy, right? So, um, basically, uh, number two, I mean, with just his influence on me and how, like, in really how the Moment of Truth album might have saved my life at a terrible time in my life, I got to go with Guru. Um, and then... Whoa! Son! Oh, son! Oh, God, okay. Stop go it, stop, stop it. it. Okay, Guru, okay. Let's okay. go. Guru, and then... Uh, so we got Nods and Black Thought, Guru, third would have to be Ostenus from De La Soul because he's so crazy good. He's so, he's, he's so good. Uh, I love it. I love it. I mean, look, the, the Stakes is High album also saved my life. Moment of Truth and Stakes is High came out at a time in my life where uh, I was in a bad spot. And, and so that was, I mean, how good is this lyric from Stakes is High when he says, gun control means using both hands in my land. I mean, that's crazy, right? Um, you know, Black Box saying I leave a crowd dripping like John the Baptist on Mellow My Man. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, don't start. Stop stalling. Come on, Sean. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so we go Pasta News. Uh, fourth. I would have to say, is obviously, and, and he could be two as well. He could be three. He could be one as Rakim. Um, and then I would say it's probably fifth. Fifth would have to be, fifth would have to be Pharaoh Monk. I mean, mm. like, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie and Tupac probably aren't even in my top ten. Um, 
I just think when he, when it comes down to what I'm looking for, look, do I think they're unbelievable and dope and everything? 100%. Like that, that, I have nothing but respect for them. But for me, uh, Jay-Z's not actually in my top ten, and I don't think he should be because um, I think if you look currently, so there's the alien rapper, so there's Eminem. He's, he's, so I will call that alien rap, all right? Um, so <laughs> I love you, Sean. You know, Eminem, Eminem is alien rapper. Pharaoh Monk is an alien rapper. Um, Elzai is an alien. <laughs> no, you, you just, you just oh, made BJ stay. Oh, look, you just made BJ stay. Don't Royce, justify Royce your the, team. Royce the Five Nine is an alien rapper. You know, you, you've got you got so many guys who are just uh, incredible, incredible uh, lyricists. But I always like the message behind it. Um, and then, you know, like for me too, like, gosh, I mean, you know, I fell in love with, with Fonte and Torre and mm. Sky Zoo, uh, and Rex from Boston and terminology. I love as well. Static selector. I love, uh, very much. And, so, um, the thing is those guys missed out. It was all timing because you can put terminology and Rex up against anybody. Those guys were ill. And, but it was at a time where, you know, uh, is at a time where Styles P and Taleb did the Thrill Is Gone, right? And then now they've just done the Thrill Is Back, which is so so dope. But um, I think that I think that those guys missed the right timing because, man, you go back and listen to their stuff. I mean, Rex and and, and Term and those guys, and obviously Fonte, Sky Zoo, All City. I used to love Bravo. I used to love I and I. Like that I and I album with Pete Rock is amazing, right? Mm. Um, so, so wait a minute. I gotta but, get. I want to get. Be- Large professor. I love. Oh, 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 oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Stop! 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 Shaw! Shaw! Stop! Shaw, I can't, can't take too much excitement. It's too, too much excitement. I'm in Glendale and found love in the South Bay. Yes, I find myself in an L.A. long-distance thing. Guess who helped make it work? AT&T. I bought one phone, got another one on them. And romance is alive on the 101. Come into an AT&T store, buy a smartphone, and get one on us. More for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time in areas. Select devices. Each requires up to $900 on installment agreement. Requires one new line of minimum $75 per month service. Free after credits over 30 months, starting within three bills. If canceled service, device balance is due. $30 activation, additional fees, taxes, and restrictions apply. See your local AT&T store for details. New to Podcast One Sportsnet, Baseball and Chill, and the Big 12 Podcast. Listen each week to the MLB Network's Kelly Nash and Scott Braun as they cover the biggest stories on and off the diamond on Baseball and Chill. Then check out the Big 12 Podcast as Chuck Cooperstein chats with Commissioner Bob Bowlesby about the biggest highlights and latest events in the conference. Don't miss Baseball and Chill and the Big 12 Podcast on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Sean Foley, golf coach, on here in the key. Gerald Brown, P.J. Armstrong. What's the list again, B.J.? So what's what's Sean? Nas, Black Thought, I one. Okay. Guru, two. De La Soul, okay. three. No, no, not, not De La Soul. Plug one. Plug one. Plug one. Plug one. Plug one. Okay. Uh-huh. Plug one. Rakim and Farrell Munch. Okay. Okay. So he left out Karis, one. Kane. I'm not mad at you. G-Rap. G-Rap. Well, that, that's, the, that's the thing, though. G-Rap. Jada G-Rap. Kiss. 
Well, no, 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 no. Jada Kiss is all right. I mean, Jada Kiss is really dope, but I like Styles P better than Jada Kiss. I think Styles P is a monster. Raekwon and Ghost. Yeah, yeah, no. You know what? For me, for me, when it came when it came down to the Wu Tang, man, it was all about Inspector Deck. He outdid all. Ooh. Of oh, wait a minute, Sean. Hold on a second. I gotta unlo- hey, I gotta loosen up my top button on my shirt. Wait a minute. I'm gonna go ahead and speak some. Uh, I gotta go ahead and defend. I gotta go ahead and defend Shalom Rayquan. I gotta defend the chef. I gotta defend Tony Starks. I gotta defend them. Deck was nice, but I'm talking. About uh, lyrically, come on, Sean. Come on. It, look, look. I mean, it, I, 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 I can't listen to Ghostface for more than two songs in a row because he's yelling at me. Um, That's passion. Inspector, Inspector Deck and the Genius. Those, those are my, those are my two guys from the Woo. And then when it comes down to obviously like Big Daddy Kane, um, amazing, but. I, I missed that window a bit. Like I, mm. I missed that. I, I missed that window a bit. And uh, KRS One is obviously in my top five. I mean, I, I it, it's just a tough one, right? There's, it's it's. Uh, I think you could have a top ten list. Yes. That is a top five list because everyone is so everyone's so closely binded. But um, yeah, when I heard my philosophy when I was fourteen years old, I was like, oh my, this is unbelievable. Right? And when I heard I it at fifty, I said, this is unbelievable. That's how great yes. KRS One is. Sean, it's timeless. Oh, no. Sean, he's amazing. I, I, I think though he didn't. He, you know, when it comes down to it, um, you know, uh, for me, like pe- people don't know about like the one man army of the binary stars. Oh, oh, that's one below. Oh, the man is. It? Oh, no, no. I tuned out a little when Sean didn't get a props to Raekwon. He said Ghost has a problem because he said he's screaming, but he didn't. He, he didn't justify why Raekwon is hey, not on hey. that list. The chef, the chef. No, Come on, because because he, the, the the chef Raekwon has this. The thing is, I love the Wu Tang, but I I wasn't like the biggest fan because as far as like it it like I love a lot of it. Like I love songs like A Better Tomorrow where they're going into a conscious level. But some some of the stuff with like you know what they were doing and this and that, it, it, I can't really relate to that. I, I, like, and I respect so, that. I respect that. I can't I can't relate to what it's like to grow up in in the project. And 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 have to do what you have to do to survive and this 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 and that. Um, but yeah, I had I had parts like in five different colors because of them. You know what I mean? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> the blue joint. real quick, who turned you on the binary star? How you know about that? I just don't know, man. These guys just find themselves to me, bro. I I uh, light goes the light. I, yeah, it, it, of course, it's totally. Yeah, I think it's like a. a, a a, a, a divine stream of consciousness that enters me, but yeah, how I how I learned about um, you know so many of those guys, and then the, the young kids that are out today that I have a lot of love for. Obviously, Kendrick Lamar is a genius. I I don't some of the stuff his his early stuff is just so 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 good. Yes. and uh, and and it, and it, you know on his last album, there's some interesting stuff in there. Um, and some very good stuff on there, like that one where the song where Bono sings the hook is like insane, right? Right, right. right. Um, and he's like, you know, he's he's really he's really special. He's the guy's amazing. Um, and then Joey Badass is a monster. That's I love your guy, Sean. That's your that's your guy. Well, he just 
out of the young kids, I just think, you know, I just think, you know, for me, when I first heard him when he was 17, I was like, God, it feels like 1994 again. And that's when I met him, I said, look, that's not a bad thing, but like you, you have to, you have to embrace the fact that that is the time. Like if a new jazz artist, like a Robert Glasper is playing piano, it's a compliment to him that people think he sounds like Thelonious Monk. Like you're not going to really do it better than that. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not a thing, but Joey just, uh, Joey's just, just he, he's so he's so insane, man. Like, I mean, tell my, oh no, that was Absol. Absol is also awesome. Absol did this song with Joey where he says, uh, "Tell my mama I'm a shaman." Rhyme and Jesus Christ and Sean Carter are my only idols. Actually, Jesus Christ and Sean Carter are my only rivals. I'm the Messiah of rap. My cat, my catalog's the Bible. I mean, Absol. I mean, you got Isaiah Rashad. I don't really care for Schoolboy Q. J Rock is all right, right. Uh, but for me, when you get to hear Absol and Kendrick, and and mm. and then you go to Joey, and then Jermaine Cole. Love Jermaine Cole, um, I, especially since he's grown his dreads out. He's on fire. Um, and and so all these you know these young these young kids that are coming out, um, uh, it's, I think it's I think it's 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 really good, but it, it's in a time of this other garbage that is being played that I totally don't like um, at all. But it, it's 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 optim I'm optimistic. When I watch the news, I'm not optimistic. When I go to a Kendrick concert with thirty thousand kids there, right. and ninety percent of them are white, and they know the lyrics to every song. That gives me optimism for the future because to me, Kendrick and Joey. I mean, Joey's Joey's All American album is look. He knows that's not going to sell on the radio. He knows that. But the fact of the matter that he is he's taking his place as a conscious leader. And sure, he's a young man, so he's twenty, so he's going to do dumb shit, and that's fine, right? We we all did that, right? But there. I mean, for Kendrick to sell the amount of albums he does, then you go back and listen to a song like Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. I mean, that, that song, I was in Israel walking through the streets of Jerusalem when I downloaded that album, and that's, I played that, for whatever reason, I played that song first, and I'm, I sat there, and I must have listened to the song for two hours in a row till I realized in the first verse, he was speaking as the brother of a, of a young kid who'd been killed, who was Kendrick's friend. The second verse, he was speaking as the a, a, a prostitute had been killed um, on his second album, her sister, but dating back to Brenda's Got a Baby, and he's using her voice. And then the last, and, and I'm just thinking, this isn't even like about rhyming. This isn't even about lyrics. This is so complex and so artistic that um, that was it for me. I mean, I, I have all of his stuff all the way back to, like, I mean, how good is it when he's talking about not smoking weed on that song, H.O.C., and uh, he's got to be, what, 18? And, of course, he's in Compton and he's doing his thing. And he says, uh, he says on the lyric, um, these brothers say, if you smoke, you get to level four. Well, I'm on level five. Are you telling me I can level more? How good is that? <laughs> I, I tell you, Sean, I, I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, yo, this guy, listen, Sean, I, I got, I, I got a couple, couple questions for you. I need one word. Big pun. Ooh, you read my mind. You read my, oh, you read my uh, mind. alien. He's an alien. He's one of the aliens. Alien. He, he was in, he, yeah, he was, uh, he was in, he was insane. The only, I just didn't ever like fat Joe. So, but big pun, I love like mm. on super lyricism with black thought. I mean, <sighs> that, 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 
that's the that's the really really good stuff. So big pun is amazing. Sean, give us two current rappers on your, or we should say spitters. We don't want to say rappers. Two people, two of your alien on your list that you would love to see come together. Uh, well, I think they have. You know, uh, I, I think they have. Um, uh, obviously, like currently, if I'm just looking on my iPhone right now, I have the new song "Propaganda" with Guru and Big Shug, which is dope. Oh. Um, I. I don't know how I fell upon that. Uh, and then I downloaded that kid, Bishop Maley, who I think is really good. Uh, he's a young kid from uh, New York. And then I've got Prime 2. Um, I've got The Order with Apathy and DJ Premier. Uh, I downloaded, again, Soul Survivor with Pete Rock with that first song with True Master. With yeah, oh, uh, yes, right. yes. Your Highness, he's so dope. Um, and then I've got The Best of Organized Confusion. I got the Wonder Years. That's the greatest. Nine- that's the greatest verse ever, Pharaoh Munch. I'm just going to put that out there in the universe. That's the greatest verse ever. Can you let him ever. finish? Can you let him finish? That's what you tell you. Let him finish. Hey, hey you, you know that's your favorite verse, but my favorite song on that album is In Vitro, man. That is the most depressing yeah. song about the way things are. Right. Yeah. That, that song needs to be heard. Um, and then I have. Um, I just downloaded. Uh, Living by my man Large Pro, who has an all gray beard and all gray afro on mm. the thing. So that, I mean, he's like, I think he's seventy years old now. Um, and then I got Ed OG, Sky Zoo, that new Evidence album, which is awesome, right? Evidence is his dope MC. I've Step in the Arena with Gangstar. I got that kid Avenue from New York, right? Uh, Stat- Static Selector. Uh, lots of Robert Glasper stuff, and then that Talib album, Radio Science, mm. which is amazing. And then one for DJ, or one one for BJ. I've got digging in the crate, yes. uh, and then I, ha- and then I do have actually. I only took one song off the album, which was Rich and Black, which is uh, Raekwon and Nas, which is amazing. Mm. And then, uh, then we got Mike Geronimo, amazing. <laughs> teach, teach, Mike. And, and Mike Geronimo, and then a guy who I can listen to all day is is uh, Royal Flush. Um, <laughs> I got I got Rhapsody, and then my man from Mississippi. I mean, if you told me twenty years ago that one of my favorite. MCs would be a guy from Mississippi. I always said you're crazy, but Big Crit is a monster. I, you know, I love Big Crit. I love Big Crit. Yeah. Basically, if I met someone, they're like, "Yeah, I don't like Big Crit," then I would that would be the end. I'd walk away. <laughs> oh my! Hey, hey, Sean, let me let me ask you this real quick. We like to break new artists here. We're always looking for the next one. Have you heard of this kid, Marlon Craft? Yes, I have heard of him. What do you think? Uh, you know, I've heard of him just by just reading and in complex and hip hop uh, 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 websites. I have not heard him yet. Mm. Well, we're going to say here in the key. Mm. He's a throwback. Yes. Bars. He's coming. He's the elephant in the room. He's coming. Take a look. I I knew you was coming on the show. I purposely didn't send this to you. I want you to take a look because I know you and I will be talking all day today. He's coming. He got bars. He got bars. Poor poor Chris Armstrong, eh? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know what that was an awesome album that got no love, and I don't know why he doesn't uh, enough because he's, he's he's immense. But the Easy Truth, which was with Apollo Brown and Sky Zoo, like Apollo Brown's yeah. done unbelievable stuff with like with OC, 
um, and those guys. But but Skyzy's last album, in Celebration of Us, is I mean that guy is he. I mean he's he's definitely he's definitely top ten alive, no doubt. Um, he, he he's amazing. Sean, if next time I see these two guys and I talk to them, I'm going to ask Elzai and Royce the Five Nine, can they come together and put together a project? for guys like you and I who got an ear. I just want to see them two guys get together with Primo and oh, do it and oh, do it and do a tribute a tribute off a of Jay Dilla beat. Just to hey, let them know. I love I love in the new well he, that's what he says on that song Rocket on Prime 2 he starts off he goes I I rhyme for Sean Price and Jay Dilla, right? <gasps> that is so that's so respectful. Sean Price was insane, right? Rest like in I, peace I, to I, Sean Price. He's he is. Oh, he, he is, was amazing, uh, right? And, uh, and Black, you know, Black Moon and Black uh, Moon and and and, and Helter Skelter, uh, the original Gun Clappers, and, mm. and and all that stuff. But do you remember? You know that song, uh, "Just the Two of Us." Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do you, do you remember when Smith and Wesson? Uh, uh, put lyrics over that song. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. Buckshot Shorty was amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, he's still good. Buckshot I, I, I just is downloaded the thing. Oh he has a song goodness. called the the flute. He has a song called the flute with uh, Joey Badass and CJ Fly. So the kids from Pro Era, Joey Badass, CJ Fly, Nick Caution, Desi Hines. Those kids are all amazing. Desi Hines sounds like the birth child of the genius and Jay Z. I mean, he's amazing too. Oh, so. Uh, but that kid, Nicky Caution, he's fantastic too. He do, he does some you know, some um, amazing uh, amazing stuff. But I think, uh, yeah, I think it's good, man. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, pretty Sean, much, I'm 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 gonna be at work at two, and pretty much <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I, I, listen, man. I and listen, this is beyond a treat. And I I just gotta say, you know what? Thank you, because again, you touched on so many different areas and it just say it just shows in terms of your wide range going from golf to your, all your different experiences and then really summing it up with hip hop and just really touching on a lot of things that were very very valuable to this interview I wish you nothing but success continued success in all that you do and we have to do this again my friend yeah no I'd, I'd, I'd love to it's uh you know I, I just say to people like you know, you got to stay open, and and you have to stay open, and you have to, you know, you have to live from the inside out. It is not happening from the outside in. We are every single moment we are hallucinating our perception of what we think is happening outside of us. So when when I kind of understood that, you know, Bob Marley on Redemption Song said, "I have this tattooed on my arm." It says, "Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds." And when I really figured that out, what that meant, I realized that you know what. I was the only person who was getting in getting in the way of, of, of my life. So my belief is that we're born divine, and then as we start to kind of get older and grow older, we start to misinterpret what's going on. So, I mean, I've, I've kind of come to this point because I've always been open-minded, and I've tried to live, you know, I've tried to live out of a place of love and, and, and listen and be, and be open. And what's happening now in society is that, you know, people are, People are closed off more than they've ever been, and they now have the ability to go on their phone and have things sent to them all day that they agree with. And and that's not the way forward. That's not the way to wisdom. So, you know, just, uh, you know, you guys do what you do because you love it. But, you know, hip-hop is, uh, hip-hop is, uh, is, uh, is a massive, massive uh, 
part of my life, and uh, I'm so grateful that uh, that it kind of chose me. I, you know, going to Tennessee State, going to Tennessee State didn't hurt as far as being at a historically black university. But you got to remember, it doesn't mean people are listening to what we listen to. So I remember going down there, and all the brothers were a lot of the guys were from Memphis. So I mean, I almost I almost died the first time I heard the Triple Six Mafia, and I told the guys that I said, guys, that is garbage and that i almost got i almost got killed for that but i saved <laughs> I, I saved myself with my love for goody mob they could respect it i like the goody mob yeah. i'm sure you uh, we, uh, we're gonna start researching on the uh, internet to see if there's any pictures with you with a gold tooth <laughs> <laughs> well no the, the, the funny the funny thing dude is that even though i was like that you know remember what q-tip said right uh, you can be a black man and lose all your soul. You can be white, but brother, don't prep the role, right? So, <laughs> Stop it, Sean. It, 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 it wasn't about it wasn't about walking around. Yeah, sure. I started to go to the barber every single week and get like super tight fades, but I and he still, keep a tight fade I, to this I, I, day. I still, I still looked like I still looked like a golfer kid in in a, in a polo shirt and khaki. So I, I never. I never fronted like uh, hip hop is not about that, right? Is, is hip hop is not people who truly get hip hop. It's not a, it's it's not a thing. I mean, the fact is, I mean, to go deeper, um, it's amazing how how much of an issue in this country that race is when race is not even a fact. It's an idea. The fact is, we're Homo sapiens. We're the same. And yeah. so when you take it to that deeper level. Hip hop is just about the people who understand and the people who don't understand. And I'm fine with all these guys making albums and doing their things, but you know what, man? These kids listen to that stuff and they hear it. And so you're either moving things in a positive direction or you're not. And uh, so for me, I, uh, I I take issue to a lot of uh, the the rap rap that's out there because these guys are just missing. They're missing. They're missing the point. BJ, you and I have been to places we never thought we'd ever go to, uh, and we, yes. we, we 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 can tell all of them that fame and fortune and wealth and all that. That's not the key. That's not the key at all. That is not at all the key. So it's unfortunate to see them go down that road to where they think that matters. Um, you know, SD because they're going to learn. They're going to learn that that's just an illusion, right? I mean, it's. Uh, that that's that's kind. Of, I think Elzai has a great lyric. Elzai's been the one thing I love about Elzai, right, is that he's been through a lot of pain and he's been through a lot of adversity back from the slum village days and everything that happened. So, you know, he, he one lyrically he's unbelievable and he's. I mean, one of my favorite when when Search when Search put me on. I, the reason I talk about Search is because I bought Search's house in Orlando and I went to the door and. This guy opens the door, and he's like, hey, how are you, Michael Barron? And I said, Sean Foley. And then he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I said, search? And he goes, hey, man, hey, you coach Tiger Woods? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's like how, how do you know about me? And my wife goes, oh, no way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Four hours and later. So it took Yeah, it took us like – it took us about – seven hours to sign an hour worth of paperwork because we were literally screaming at each other across the table over top lyricists and stuff. So it was really fun. Uh, mm. Oh my goodness. Well, Sean, I can't thank you enough, my friend. And, uh, and I, and I truly mean this. Uh, it's a joy. Respect. It's a pleasure. And, uh, for some reason you paths cross. And, uh, from the moment we met, uh, we've just had a connection and, uh, Hey, you're doing great work, and most importantly, you know what? You're a phenomenal, phenomenal person. And uh, hey, you know, 
just just what's really funny is when I first met BJ, we were at this party or whatever, and 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 and, and BJ, <laughs> I, I can I can I can see it like I can still see exactly where you were standing, right? And we're there and Chris, my manager, Chris, who's 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 my who's my very close friend, he's like, you know, this is BJ Armstrong. Now, I was not that big of a sports fan, so of course I knew about BJ and whatever, um, but I didn't really know the whole situation and 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 what have you. So. EJ asked me, like, the, the first question about, like, lyricists and stuff, and I said something, and he's like, he's like, what do you know about Hell's Eye? And, and so here, here, we're, here we are in this party, right? We're, we're in this party. Very formal, it, we might add. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's pretty formal, and BJ is, like, the veins are coming out of his neck, and he's like, he, he is just... He's just gone absolutely straight into hip hop, and he's like, "What you know about Elmatic?" And I'm like, "I'm like, yo, 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 dude, dude, I have Elmatic. Calm down." Elmatic, Sean Foley, and people are looking at us. He's like, "What you know about Elmatic, Sean Foley?" I remember that. My wife was like. What are you doing? You're embarrassing me. But we was talking hip hop and that's the love and uh much respect. That album is hey, to anyone out there who don't have Elmatic, <sighs> download it. Please. Download it right now because it is it's kinda interesting. It's like a dude who's completely honoring his hero and then at times kind of grown past his hero. Oh. It's like it's, mm. it's, Yo, it's, I it's, Sean, I listen and and, and look. I, much respect. That's all I can say. Much respect. Might have to send you a copy of Only Built for Cuban Links. <laughs> I think you're, you're overlooking that I one, my it. friend. I, you got to go it. back and listen. Only Built for Cuban I, Links I, I classic. My, but my favorite verse on there is by Nas, through the lights, cameras, and action, glamour, glitter, and gold. Come on now. <laughs> I, I, I know the lyrics. Oh, my goodness. Incarcerated spawn faces. Criminology. Come on. Oh, okay. Okay. Come on. <laughs> okay. I, Sean, appreciate it, though, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right, guys. Okay, buddy. Take care. Peace. I'm in Glendale and found love in the South Bay. Yes, I find myself in an L.A. long-distance thing. Guess who helped make it work? AT&T. I bought one phone, got another one on them. And romance is alive on the 101. Come into an AT&T store, buy a smartphone, and get one on us. More for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time in areas. Select devices. Each requires up to $900 on installment agreement. Requires one new line of minimum $75 per month service. Free after credits over 30 months, starting within three bills. If canceled service, device balance is due. $30 activation, additional fees, taxes, and restrictions apply. See your local AT&T store for details.